Hello. Yes, we are. We are <laughs> back to back to back to back to back to back. 19 episodes, Avery. 19 episodes. This is the finale. It is. It's the final countdown, baby. <laughs> yeah. Catch everybody up with what happened last week, Sizzle. For sure. Last week, another fun episode that we did. And we seem to be doing that towards the end of both seasons. Maybe we'll sprinkle a little bit in next time. But we ended up giving you guys a list of who we would most like to meet in person, see in person, watch play live, and right. also the best of the best of our broadcast favorites as well. So yeah, baby, shout out Tony Romo. That's our guy. Hmm. Yes. <laughs> Love to see it. And I figured let's get hit some highlights since we haven't the past couple of weeks, we kind of strayed away from highlights. So. so many highlights. I know. <laughs> and everybody knows by now, of course, that Julio Jones, you know, is making his way to Nashville and he's settling in perfectly, of course. Yes, he is. And expect the Titans to make a really strong playoff push this year with not only one of the best wide receivers in the game, but of course the thickest and biggest bodied running back that is Derrick Henry. <laughs> like it's <laughs> who does that he's not a, not definitely not a running back body for sure on him big boy yeah olympic trials are going on as we speak we're finally going to get ourselves a little bit of a summer olympics hallelujah we've been waiting and i'm pretty sure i was thinking about this it's like the only time people get to get excited about and see swimming and like we like love it i don't know as americans we like actually love to watch swimming i don't know yeah I don't know what it is. I'm one of those. <laughs> it's a good time. But hey, a soccer player on Denmark, uh, football, excuse me, <laughs> when he went into full cardiac arrest on the pitch and was reported to be, quote, gone. Thankfully, they had a defibrillator there and were able to resuscitate him. And the story, you know, oftentimes, especially at the lower levels, tends to be a little bit different. There's been plenty of high school athletes that have gone into cardiac arrest and there's a isn't a defibrillator close close by or people don't properly know cpr so that was a scary scary moment it is nuts fortunately he's going to be okay um that's what they're reporting so far that's the last i heard Mm -hmm. yeah he's still good everybody was posting online like he was already dead and i was like nope he's 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 in the hospital (laughs) still kicking NHL playoffs, final four showdown between the Islanders and the Lightning, and then Montreal Canadiens and Golden Knights. Only one team is going to advance, of course, from each matchup to fight for the Stanley Cup after a five-game series, and then, of course, it's seven games if needed. Mm-hmm. Good old NHL. We were both saying we haven't been paying as much attention because my Bruins and her Blackhawks are not floating around there. So sorry, guys. The TV maybe coming back for a repeat. You never know. Not a lot of hockey from us this year. Mm-hmm. Fun fact, though, Sass, Floyd Mayweather made somewhere around $100 million for the Logan Paul fight. And I saw the comparison. Michael Jordan made $90 million his entire basketball career. That's disgusting. <laughs> it took him like 15 years to make that. And Floyd Mayweather like breathed for like a couple hours and he made a hundred million dollars. Which always blows my mind, like how much money revolves around UFC. And I know a good portion of it is the pay-per-view um, yeah, revenue that they generate, but like, how do you have that much money to pay like that? I don't, I don't get it. I can't relate to it. I am not a boxing or UFC fan. So it's like, I don't understand how one fight can literally make, it is what it is. 
no. whatever, man. Yeah. It's... And then I, of course, I have to put in the Yankees are still looking like trash. <laughs> and I actually had a conversation about the Yankees, a legitimate, good quality conversation mm-hmm. about why they are the way that they are. Um, you look into, you know, their dugout and they look like they all want to die in a fire. So I'm sorry. You need to team morale needs to get boosted over there in the Bronx. (laughs) Shouldn't be giving them that information. (laughs) Other information I'm going to be hitting you with. It's my question of the week. Oh, yes, ma'am. And this one's a little personal. This one's going to be about us. Okay. Because again, how can it not be all about us in our season finale? So for those of you who don't know, we talk about it every single episode about our anchor.fm site. There is a little bit of a demographic um, stat that I want to throw at Avery. So Avery, it shows us on our anchor.fm site how many different countries are uh, represented by our listeners. You get to guess how many different countries are represented by our listener population. I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you a choice. Okay, good, good, good. Eight. 12, 15, or 20. That's good. I remember seeing like South Africa and like Israel in there once or twice. Like Japan. I'm like, what the hell's going on? Yeah, literally. I'm probably going to have to go with 12. Wrong. It's actually 15. (laughs) There are 15 different countries. Wow. You guys out there that listen to us. And we've got. United States, United Kingdom, Mexico, Canada, Puerto Rico, Germany, Australia, Israel, Ireland, Japan, India, Ecuador, United Emirates, Singapore, and South Africa. How fun. Yeah. The Australians are listening. I love it. <laughs> I know. Isn't yeah. that crazy? So yeah, that was the fun little question of the week there to, to end you guys off with season two. Yeah. And i that's, that is a great that's a good that's a good one to polish it off too, actually yeah. I like so that. thank you all for listening from all over the world well, yeah that's so cool um I thought this week we're gonna we should continue the trend of just like having a good time like getting our opinions out there and Sounds you know more, more of us so yeah. I threw together a few kind of topics that I thought we could I guess kind of like rapid fire you know you explain yourself but like relatively rapid fire otherwise we could go on for like an hour and a half of like questions and topics that we should talk about Mm -hmm. the first one i have is our favorite sports moment of the recording season yes okay yeah so i think the obvious theme that i focused on you know and gave to the listeners this year was baseball of course but let's be very real here it's been like a huge year there's been a lot of tea with like sticky balls, the Bauer drama, uh, bad suspensions like Castellanos, the dumb infield fly rule that needs to be just taken away, the quote low batting averages, and of course the no hitters. Like we've come back full force, a big, nice, long season for us to enjoy with another no no or like five, we don't know, coming our way. And I honestly love baseball being so just like heavily in the news. Like, I guess any press is like good press. <laughs> so for me, for sure, the it's just been the massive amount of coverage with baseball during our That's recording good. season this year. Yeah, it's it's definitely growing as you know we've been fans of trying to grow that game for a while. So it's good to see that in the news. Like you said, I would have to say my favorite sports moment of this recording season for us 
I'm going to go a little sentimental here and, and go <laughs> with the, the way that the world, the sports world has transformed from the beginning of this year and transforming from literal crowds of cardboard cutouts and not a single soul in the stadium besides like game day crew and teams Uh um and like essential game day crew at that point not even hot dog vendors people literally like just being security transforming completely into a hundred percent full capacity in the stadiums right now like it's it's so strange the amount of baseball games I've gone to where it's not even been hundred percent capacity still. And my brain is already one of those. That's like, Oh, this is like weird. This is going against the rules. Like everybody should have their masks on and everybody should be like six feet apart. But it's not even that I truly believe that it's, it's just the way that our world has been conditioned now right. after a year of living that way. So it's definitely cognitive dissonance going on in my brain. And, but I'm so happy to see the world kind of getting back to the way things used to be and the world is healing as they'd like to say so the sports world is you know coming back to life which I I really have liked to see the last couple weeks yeah that's a really good point it's so weird because we started recording this season and there's nobody in any stands anywhere right except for like indie ball stuff that's like yeah it's crazy. Well, that was like one of our topics last season too. Like at the beginning, we were like, how is COVID going to affect the sports world? Yeah. Here we are reporting on post-COVID world now. So that's crazy. Um, if we want to, let's let's kind of transition from there and talk about our favorite story um, yeah. that we talked about this season. So what got us most fired up or what was our favorite moment that we shared with our okay. listeners? Um, and I will go first and- okay. I'll say my favorite one that I ended up throwing um, to the audience way was the Luca Garza story. That was my absolute favorite, like feel good moment that I pulled out. And I had a bunch of those just because I wanted to be so positive this year and just his, his whole college experience and, and wrapping that all up and to be able to get those awards at the very end there and be recognized for the, the amazing athlete that he was. Um, and getting a little emotional. We like to see men when they like to tap into their emotional side. It's okay to cry every once in a while, especially if you're a baller. So that was my favorite. And then, um, the one that got me most fired up was when I shared about the San Fran struggles with putting Jimmy G on the chopping block. We know like you that. So I'm surprised that was your like favorite story. That's so cute. Cause we were just not like crazy coverage with basketball this year especially anything, I feel like I had my ball brothers moment there and for like two weeks I was like mm-hmm. on an NBA kick but yeah that's good and the San Fran one I, I could have definitely seen that that was that was yeah yeah yep <laughs> <laughs> I mean for me besides the Drew Robinson story of course which is the emotional um, it, that gets an honorable mention, by the way. Drew Robinson. Of course. Sorry. <laughs> I have to fully commit to loving and discussing the White Sox Red Sox series with you. Like that oh. was like that was such a cool moment, like in our podcast history slash our friendship and our bond. Like we didn't even the great part is we didn't even fight about it, but we like actually oh, no. agreed. we agreed for the most part, and then we talked very unbiased about a lot of opinions in there. It was yeah. like great details. So I really liked that one. Yeah, that was the most fun. I think we both came at it with such a, like you said, objective angle. Yeah. And that's what made for a really good debate, really good discussion about just how the game of baseball was played by two really great teams. 
<laughs> right. It was very uh, sport management minded, which was nice. <laughs> yeah. Use our degree. <laughs> and then what got me really fired up the most, and I have to say, because this fire has like continued, mm. <laughs> is my distrust and lack of respect currently for Mr. LaRusa and yeah. how he's treated his team. Yeah. Like I could go off and all, all all day about this, but the people know, they know like I want his took us fired after the season, even if they won the whole yes. shebang. Like of course. We by Felicia, we can get somebody else in there. <laughs> they've heard enough, they've heard enough about that. Yeah, he's he's gonna be on our chopping block for a while. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. But we'll move on to some more, I guess some more positive things. What <laughs> mm-hmm. I thought, what are we looking forward to most? this off season and by off season I mean of course our off season our off season (laughs) it's it's a little bit different I mean for me I am just really psyched and looking forward to of course while we're off for our break all of the free agent signs and trades and how they settle into minicamp or you know camp and preseason especially of course seeing Julio do his thing in Tennessee but seeing like Teddy Bridgewater's got a new home in Denver and Sam Darnold's going to be in Carolina. And there's a lot of quarterback shifting because the entire basically first two rounds of the draft were rookies. So it's a big rookie season coming up. I'm really excited to see how. Oh yeah. Settle in. Definitely. Yeah. I would say NFL, I always get so excited for, but like only right before it starts, like, I pay attention to a ton of off-season baseball stuff, but I would say I am like fully immersed once the actual NFL season starts. So I, I'm excited for the fall to come for that um, as well. But I would say I'm most looking forward to watching the Stanley Cup playoffs because again, NHL games, like I'll watch one if it's on at the bar or something. I don't you know, ask for them to turn on any specific game unless it's like you know Nashville Predators or Blackhawks or something but to be able to watch the Stanley Cup playoffs that's when like top tier hockey is and that's where I I think it's just so electric to watch I love it so much so um playoffs coming up here and then the the Stanley Cup championship obviously a couple weeks after that um and then going to like a hundred more baseball games that's that's literally on the list to do um before leaving and then uh finally settling into a new life on the east coast where there's just going to be it's just a hotbed of sports to watch live. So I have endless possibilities, endless opportunities to be able to just see live sports. And that's what I'm really, really excited about. That's, that's really great. Cause you're, you're absolutely right. Especially being on the East coast, you are in sports central over there, especially yes. in the Northern part of the East coast, you're not mm-hmm. necessarily new England, but the mid Atlantic into new England, yeah. like you have so many super dense cities, like right there. Right. Let's you have a God, you got every you're gonna be able to go to Baltimore. You're gonna be able to go to it's a very you know. interesting concept to think about driving like an hour and a half, two hours in any direction and you're in a completely new state because oh, yeah. us living here in the Midwest and good old Illinois, you drive like five hours south and you're still not out of the state yet. Yeah. So <laughs> it'll be yeah, right. It'll be it'll be fun to be able to to have so many opportunities to do that. So that'll be great. Um predictions predictions that we might have made um boldly or uh casually throughout this season yeah which were wrong you know what would we like to have maybe changed looking back on it obviously 2020 
you know, hindsight, that whole thing. Um, But for me, I wish that I probably would have made some bolder predictions. I think you're really good about being like, ah, this is going to happen. And you like follow up on it and you have the research to back it up. I think I'm one of those people who are more like, I enjoy watching the process as it goes. And I'm not like, ah, this is totally going to happen. Like I know it. Um, yeah. Unless we're talking about the White Sox there, obviously. So, yeah. but speaking of that, um, you know, yeah, I'd like to make some bolder predictions in the future here and really stick to my guns and, and show the world what I know, but also really take not as lightly these bets that I've done uh, previously. Last year, I had a bet with a, a friend from high school where um, I predicted that the White Sox would take the AL pennant. Mm-hmm. This is 2020 we're talking about. Yeah. Um, and the stipulations here for this bet was that if I was wrong, um, nothing happened, but if my friend was wrong and, um, the white Sox actually did take the pennant, then he would have to get a tattoo of my choice, um, anywhere on his body. So that is something that I really wish I would have taken harder this year, considering that the white Sox are a favorite for winning that AL pennant. So I just need to be a little bit bolder with some of those, I think coming up in the near future. Right. You were pretty right about that with the, you said the Red Sox and the White Sox are going to be, you know, pretty much the top of the top and it's been fluctuating between the top five, you know, and they both have been up there. We had a both have not left like top 10 for MLB power rankings in like weeks. So we haven't left the top five sass. Like it's both of us are, you know, that's well after this week. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and I do have to say that I was totally right about where I am right now with the Dodgers. I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Expose them. Yankees exposed, you know, like, Hogs, Dodds. Sorry about the halos, but you know, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's kind of where I went in my direction. I was so wrong about ranking the California baseball teams and like where the F did the A's and the giants come from? I don't think anybody knows. Nobody like, knew. Yeah. It was complete opposite. <laughs> We had him at the bottom and they're basically at the top with like the best of the best right now. It's very much a shock to me. Yeah. Um, fun fact, I'll be at a Giants A's game in like two weeks Ooh. in San Francisco. So I'm really excited to go there to mark another one off the list. And that's of yes. course going to be exciting. It's like, how can that. Be? but also uh, a big shock to me was the Angels. Like they're the biggest disappointment so far. Yeah. Like, isn't that strange? I yeah, mean, there's not- so much hype over just individual players who are maybe, maybe not going to be seen at, you know, the all-star game, but that's about it. They really don't yeah. have anybody else dragging them along. I know. It's very strange. I feel very uncomfortable. I was very wrong and I'm <laughs> mad that I was wrong. <laughs> yeah. We can't be right all the time. Like we are women. We have to come to that realization at some point, but you can't always be great. Okay. <laughs> well, and you know, who can't always be great either is apparently number one seeds in NCAA baseball. And we're going to yeah. come up right here for our MVP of the week. It's been, been a little while since we threw one of those your guys's way but for this week our mvp of the week is actually nc state baseball because hats off to you bros for advancing to omaha for the first time in eight freaking years and you know they just completed that accomplishment by beating number one seed arkansas by beating the razorbacks so great It is. And the craziest part is that like Arkansas being number one, their record is, was, was at that point, 50 and 13, 50, (laughs) 
50 games won, and they lost to NC State, who was 35 and 18. Dude, side note, do you remember a couple years ago when Eastern beat Arkansas in Arkansas? Yeah, literally. (laughs) So suck it. (laughs) That just brought me back to... Guys, we didn't talk about this, but we actually went to another Chicago Dogs game. (laughs) And we ended up... Sorry, I have to compose myself before I talk. We went to another Chicago Dogs game, like last week, two weeks ago, whatever it was by this time. Uh And Avery and I are a really good time at live baseball and any like sporting <laughs> events. If you guys don't know this already, um, and if you really want to, you should just invite us to a game and see oh, what okay. we're like in person because it's quite a good time. But Avery, at one point, we were um, there and we were watching actually <laughs> some people that we knew that were playing, and uh-huh. Avery gets up after this kid rakes a bomb straight into after like right it. center after she called it publicly. Hit a bomb. Stood up in the middle of this crowd, which by the way, this was like during the week, and it was like a crowd <laughs> of maybe maybe four fifty. I don't even know. That's like pushing it. Maybe three hundred. She stands up. She goes suck it, and everybody just kind of like turns over their shoulder and was like, oh my god. like who is this crazy lady and why is she drinking seven million beers oh because it's two dollar thirsty thursday it was so worth it because i was like he's about to hit it like right center right over this sign the next pitch he just titties it over and i was suck it (laughs) and there were like like your mom says hi like for those types of people like that's the the crazy part about it is you would never assume that but that's yeah I would never do this in like a large packed crowd because it's like then it's eyes on you but like I was like yeah "Eh, we're good enough it's like the birthday week I'm gonna go ahead and do my thing (laughs) of course yeah that thirsty Thursday that'll get the best of you so it was great totally worth it well thank you guys everybody for listening again this season yeah it's it's an odd number to stop on guys 19 episodes don't ask us why but that's what we do okay that's that's how we roll and (laughs) season two has come to a close it has if you want to leave us a little message while we're gone go for it we talked about anchor.fm please if you're from a different country we really want to hear from you like any feedback anything it'd be exciting you can leave us a voice message on our anchor.fm site it is free you don't need an account and while you're at it this off season, go ahead and follow us on our social medias, the couple of catches, Twitter at couple of catches and both of our Instagrams at Avery J Nichols and at Caitlin underscore sass. Absolutely. And obviously you guys are listening, listening to this episode as we close out. Um, but who knows, maybe we'll start to throw in a little visual element next season. Maybe yeah. we'll come through with video. I know that's a big thing in the podcast world now is you have to have like a YouTube channel, you film it, and then you put that version out on YouTube while the yeah. audio version goes on, you know, Spotify and Apple and all that stuff. And the real reason we didn't, because I didn't want to show anybody because I had braces on guys for like 10 months. Oh yeah. <laughs> Surprise. Can you guys tell the difference? She doesn't lisp anymore. So it's literally have, like, hey guys versus hey guys. Hard us. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Second time's so, a charm. <laughs> congrats to you. Big news, people. Thank you guys. We appreciate you obviously for being in the stands this far with us and we will hopefully see you very soon. That's it kids. That is a wrap on season two. We'll catch you sometime later in the summer, early fall. All right. All right. Absolutely. All right. Have yourselves a hot girl summer. Drink your water. And the